0: But I remember leaving Congo, being homeless, coming to the UK to be homeless again. So it was about five hours every day just to train, just to train. And I was thinking like, oh, my God, I'm never going to see my family again. There's no guarantee that we're going to see the next hour. Welcome, Michael. Well, how are you,
1: man? Thank you. uh, Thank you for being here. (laughs) <laughs> i'm good bro how you doing yeah i'm good thank you man i'm yeah. good so you're like obviously a professional boxer yes um i just i saw your uh fight recently man so congratulations thank you bro uh, your thank
0: recent you fight. thank you
1: appreciate that um michael um you know what we do with a lot of our guests is we start at the beginning of like their journey and then talk about like their career and you know where they
0: came from and then beginning middle and end essentially okay so so like um where, where were you like where were you born and raised um, born and raised in the Congo, Africa, Central Africa. Okay. I spent all my my life in there. Um I came in the UK when I was about seventeen. 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 So I never spoke English in my life before. It's crazy, did, man. Did you, never spoke um, English. Oh wow. What was it like um back at home? It was hard. It was hard. I remember like as a young lad. Um I had to stay over there by myself because my family Got the visa to come in the UK and I was the only one that they denied the visa. Really? How come? I have no idea, bro. Oh, really? I feel like God didn't like me. <laughs> at that time, yeah. I was really? crying, bro. Plus, really? I was I had to be homeless at at, the, at, the, at such a young age. So, I was sleeping outside. I was hustling for food. So seriously. life was very tough for me in the Congo. And And you didn't have any other family over there? I had family, but far away from where I was living. Right. So far away from what I was used to, far away from my church. So for me, I was thinking if I go to my family, I'm going to have to leave everything that I know here and start fresh there. Because I never left that area. Yeah, and you weren't prepared to do that. I was prepared to do that. So for me, I just had to be patient and just hope that I'll get a visa soon. Really? But it was tough growing up. So uh, mom and dad they came over. Mom, dad, siblings. Wow! They all came over. They was living life. That's insane, and that was and, crazy. And how old were you at the time? I was, I was maybe, I don't know, fourteen, fifteen, wow. something like that. Yeah.
1: Wow! And then you got the, and then you got the
0: visa. I, eventually, I got a visa. But before even I got the visa, you know these people like people that like to gossip and talk, uh, like in the neighborhood, they would come to be like, oh, I remember there was a guy. It was similar age, as you. Their family went to to Europe, and it was supposed to follow them. And it's been what fifteen years. He's still here. All this talk was playing in my head. Was it? And I was thinking, like, oh my god, I'm never what gonna see my family again. Yeah. So. But did he? Did he? Did
1: he not leave because he just loved where he was, or was it?
0: No, because because he just getting never- the visa to come here when you're in Africa is not an easy task. Like right. if you if if they offer you a visa, it's a big... bro, it's like you're going to heaven. That's mm. the way we see it. Yeah, it's incredible. like you're you're going to heaven. Like you're like oh you you're like excited. Yeah, and being denied a visa when they give to your family, it's just heartbreaking. And I had to go through that as a youngster. It was yeah it was terrible, bro.
1: Yeah, I could imagine. It's I, terrible. I, well, to be honest, I can't I can't even imagine it if I'm honest with you. Like what that was, what mm-hmm. that experience
0: was terrible. Like. I remember we. We went all as a family, they call us, they were like, oh yeah, the, um, uh, the embassy called us, oh come and get the visa, like we were all excited, we we're going to Europe, all of us as a family, and we go to the embassy, they gave my mom like the envelope, and he was giving everyone, yeah, that's yours, that's, that's yours, and on mine there was nothing, Really, <laughs> I cried so bad, so hard. Oh, uh, what a question that's
1: playing in my head is: How come? Like, how, why did your parents actually go if they if they had to leave you?
0: Better life, better life, better life. Like things was hard because in Africa is is those countries where there is no a middle class. So it's either you have money, you can survive, or you don't have at all. Nothing. So there's not in between. So we were sort of there they having experience, nothing. Experience. So it's like, any chance that you get to leave that country, you will take it. Wow. Any chance you get to leave it, you will take it. So it, it was like, it was just for them when they got the visa, I was like, Do you know what? Because we, I grew up in a spiritual family, like, oh God, we give you a visa. Just be patient, believe, all of that. But it was hard to go through that. Yeah, that journey. That journey was, it was tough. Do you tough. feel like you
1: were not being
0: taught a lesson, but uh, would you think there was a lesson to be learned in, uh, in... Definitely, I think so, yeah. I think, yeah, my whole life has been lessons. I had to go through a lot of trials and tests. We all go through tests, but I had to go through them such a young age. Yeah. And it was tough physically, mentally. It's powerful. Thing, man. Yeah. It's it's
1: powerful. It's like it's traumatic. It's like terrible at the time. But if you actually can survive through that, like it's, yeah. it's that saying what doesn't kill you makes, makes you, you strong.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's when I look at myself like the way I am today and the way I, I see things and the way I not react to things but sort of like judge things when they happen to me because of what I had to go through as a young star. Like, I, I'm not phased or moved easily by things. Even yeah. when they're happening to me, I can sit back, relax, and watch it happen. Because I always think that, okay, maybe there's, there's a reason why I'm going through this. Mm. Maybe I need to be a bit stronger. Maybe I need to work on my patience. Maybe I need to work on my whatever is it that I'm going through. I just take a leap of faith and just sit back and just let the situation come then i'll see what what I can do
1: yeah yeah that's a that's a wise way of looking at it cuz uh, you know i think you know and, and even with me like even i'm i fall trap into that times where like when it gets hot in the oven and then you overreact or you yeah. might you know and i think it's important just to take a, a step back sometimes and it is, it look is, at right. the whole
0: picture before you yeah. you know move forward 100% and the way i see it it just, when you're cornered, like there's not much you can do. Like against you, there's the wall. The only way is forward. So when, when I, I get backed up, I don't really panic or, of course, I cry whenever I have to cry, I cry because I'm human. I do that all the time. Like I cry every time. But I don't act straight away. On a Yeah, I take my time to go through whatever I go through. If I have to cry, I do that. If I have to complain, I do that to myself. I've got these rules that like whenever I'm upset or anything that's not going my way, I take time to just talk to myself. That's why a lot of people, when they see me with this monkey, yeah? They don't get the idea behind it. It's what, like- Yeah, what is, it, what, <laughs> is it, what is, it, what is it, the idea behind it? Oh my God, it's crazy, man. It, it's, I think, um like emotionally, um I go through a lot of like challenges. And for me, I had like this epiphany in 2020, when we had like a lockdown or something. Um, You know, we couldn't go see people, friends, family. Uh, Some people lost their job. And for me, I think I had COVID so many times when COVID first hit and I was isolated with my family. Like we live in the same house but we just couldn't see each other. So it was hard for me to just speak to people because I'm I'm a person that like to talk. I like to talk to people. Like sometimes I like to just bother my mom or my sister. Just get on there. I like to do that. So I couldn't do that, and I really started to feel very down. And one day I remember going to, going to um, uh, what's the place again? They even closing down. Um, I forgot the name of the place, but I I remember going to that store. And I saw the monkey, bro. The eyes just caught my eye. I was like, oh, I need to take this monkey.
1: (laughs) Monkey's got your back.
0: Monkey, uh, (laughs) like, you know what? From that day on, every time I I got anything to explain to anyone or speak to somebody, I just speak to monkey. (laughs) And he's a good listener, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Monkey is a good listener. You have no idea. He just sit there. He just tells at you. You talk, you talk, you do whatever you got to do. And then you feel you feel better.
1: You because uh, you've been taking um taking him with you to like your Yeah, Yo, uh, he
0: goes everywhere with me, to bro. Boxing events as well. He's you? like, yeah, yeah. he <laughs> goes with me everywhere, man. Goes with me everywhere.
1: So, so um so 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 how did you come about getting your visa?
0: Um, I think just I don't know how it happened, but my dad just kept on persisting, oh, persisting, okay. persisting, He was still on it. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, in the
0: UK. Yeah, he still wanted me me to come. So he kept on trying, 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 trying. And eventually, I got a visa. But before that, I remember I spent like, just overthinking, right, for my family. I remember, I don't even remember, but that's what they told me. I spent like a week, I was unconscious in the hospital. I was losing blood, losing water. I was just... Weren't eating. Weren't eating as well. And all of that. It took a lot. It took a lot mentally, like in Sorry. in me. Yeah, it took a lot. But I think I will, Luckily, I got a go a visa to come in here.
1: Yeah, that's a n that's an unbelievable situation to be yeah. in. To be honest with you, it's it's like we you know we take it all so much for granted over here. We don't realize how lucky we've got it. And like when you say something like that, even I don't realize how lucky I've got it. When you know you explain that situation, so I can't really quite put myself in that position. I can try and visualize it but it must have been like a, for for you at that age it must have been really tough to uh to go through but i do think there's a lot to be said about that that these situations that you know yeah. we get an opportunity to kind of grow through these things and you know you're here today like so yeah you know and you're still going and you you got you know your life you generally give me the impression life is good and things are going well so when you've probably experienced that, you know, you, you you kind of really put things into perspective.
0: You do, yeah. I think looking back then you do you do put things into perspective and you have that sense of gratitude. Being like, Do you know what? I've come a long way, you know. Although things that happened to me I wasn't happy at the time when they were happening to me, but now looking back I'm sort of glad they happened to me in a way. But when when you're going through that, it's terrible. You just don't want it. You're like, I want, I don't want this to happen to yeah. me. Yeah,
1: you 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 go into a bit of a dark place. I imagine, like mentally. <laughs> yeah, hundred like, um, percent. you know, hundred percent. And I, and like, I think you know, you suffer. People around you can suffer. Um, but as you get older and wiser, you do sometimes look back and you think, you know, what had this not happened, then I, this wouldn't have happened, and that wouldn't have happened. You know, like, because yeah. it's almost like we we. We look back at certain situations thinking, oh, I can't believe, like, I wish that never happened to me. Mm. But it's almost like, would you trade off that over there for something over here? And that's yeah. sometimes what you got
0: to ask yourself in life. Yeah, it's, it's it's sort of like things are all connected. Like situation that happens leads you to the reality that you're living in. So if that situation don't happen, maybe that could have altered the direction of whatever. I believe it. So it's it's just about letting life be and you just be at that particular moment because that's all we have mm. that moment mm. like there's no guarantee that we, we're we going to see the next hour although we we hope for the next to be alive in the next hour yeah. but it's not guaranteed for that
1: nothing's guaranteed is it that's the a... only thing
0: that's guaranteed is this moment me talking to you mm-hmm. and i have to make sure i i live in this moment yeah because yeah, that's respect, all we got bro yeah me, man.
1: And like, so so how old were you when you came over to the UK?
0: I was nearly seven, oh yeah, 17, 17 when I came into the UK, yeah.
1: Were you still in a bit of a bad way, like when you first came
0: over, Which like you
1: men- mean? Uh, mentally?
0: Me, when I first came over, I was just happy to see my family. I bet you, yeah, I bet you. But, but you won't believe it. So I came into the UK excited, thinking, oh, my life's gonna change, <laughs> all of that. Later, did I know my family? They used to, um, they was staying, they was living in Newcastle, yeah. Okay. So, as I was coming to the UK, they decided to move to Nottingham. And they didn't have any any place in Nottingham, so they they, they stayed at a friend, like another Congolese person. Wow. Now the person had no idea that I was coming.
1: So there was no space for you. So he had
0: he had two bedroom. Oh. With two girls and my dad, mom, sibling, they came to stay in there. And then le- and then, all of a sudden, my dad is telling him, oh, I've got a son, he's coming. He's like, what? I wasn't aware of this. So imagine, I go in the UK on Saturday. Sunday, it was all happy. They cooked me whatever I wanted to eat. Monday, he started telling my dad, you guys need to leave.
1: He told the whole family?
0: Yeah, you oh. guys need to leave because there's too many people in the house. I've got two kids and wife. There's only two bed, two bedroom. You guys have to leave. That was on Monday, and my dad started looking for place. We knew we doesn't know what to do. By Friday, my dad didn't find any places. Like okay, I'm sorry, you guys have to leave. So yeah, yeah. So he gave, he gave you a bit of time. A bit but, of time, but like it was not enough. It was not yeah, enough. Yeah. So we had to leave. And remember, I remember leaving Congo, being homeless, coming to the UK. To be homeless again yeah, yeah and plus it was in winter time. it was in winter i've never experienced winter in my life that was my first time experiencing winter <laughs> and I, and i have to stay outside oh my god plus it was in it's There's different kind of coldness when you're up north and here it was in nottingham and i think uh that year 2014 i think it was it was uh, it snowed something it was crazy bro yeah, I, was I, like, I, was. I was like, what am I doing here? I want to go back to yeah. Congo.
1: <laughs> it was but, crazy, man. It sounds insane, isn't it? I love being
0: homeless In like, Congo then in Congo. here. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's
1: that's crazy, man. It's crazy. Man. Was every was everyone homeless essentially? Everybody.
0: Where my they? dad. I remember I had like oh, my youngest sibling, I think she was like maybe five or less than five, I don't know. Surely you're just not on the street, though, way. We were on the street, bro. Really? Because we went to, um, I think they call it a house, housing association, whatever they yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, council. So we yeah, we went to see them. Definitely. They said, okay. What, Tem- temporary. Temporary, yeah. They said, uh, we we can't really give you anything at the minute because you guys don't have any reference in this city. You're from Newcastle. Just go back to Newcastle because technically you're not homeless because my dad had a place. He had, he had a, a place in Newcastle. Right. Right. or he just decided to move to um, Nottingham. They say technically, you're not really homeless because you've got reference back there. So in, they would give you a place? They, they, if you go to them, they will give you a place. Right. But in here, we can't give you any, any place. The only thing we can do for you, if you have the money, you can give the deposit, we give you something, mm-hmm. and then we see if we, we can help you to pay the rent. But we you're not really homeless, technically. And, yeah, my dad didn't want to go back. So we just had really? to stay... I, outside
1: why Why didn't he um why didn't he like newcastle was it
0: i don't know he just wanted to move don't know i guess yeah, he just wanted to just move did just did wanted to
1: move yeah right. yeah yeah that's yeah that's that's insane and how, how long did all um that last for
0: i think we stayed because it was it was a friday so we stayed outside that friday we actually slept just you know african parents they, they sometimes they're crazy their are mental so they told us to leave yeah but they was like okay we ain't leaving so we went outside mm. the, this this is the door we literally just sat there <laughs> <laughs> so we put all the blanket all everything just there we're just there we're just there chilling there people were passing by we're just there That's, it was crazy man yeah, it was I, crazy i can imagine it was I it was imagine. crazy bro But it was definitely crazy.
1: like different uh you know i'm not being funny but you was probably thinking like before where you had, you you weren't even with your family. Now, yeah, now me to
0: should. be fair, going through all of that, I was just happy that I get to, I look there, I'll see my mom, I look here, I'll see my dad, i see my sibling. Cause I, I'm used to just being on the, like bothering them, like doing a little thing with them. I, like, I'm used to doing that. So for me, I was just happy to be with them. But again, it was winter, bro. I was, I was shaking. I'm like, Oh, what's going on here? Let's go somewhere, it's too yeah. cold in here. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So
1: so, what happened after that
0: for you? After that, luckily, what happened, you know, there's good people. Like, there was a guy that we don't even know, we never met. He saw us the next day. He um, was like, what are you guys doing here? Family, with all the kids. Or oh, we was like, okay, we tried to ask for help w- with this housing thing. They said they can't help us because we need to go back to Newcastle. like, okay, it's Saturday. They don't work until Monday. So this guy that we never met in our life, Paid his own money, out of his own money. Paid like a, I think it was it, I think it was um, like a travel a, lodge, or travel lodge or something yeah, like yeah, that. He yeah, paid yeah. for us for that Saturday, Sunday, so we stayed there. This guy was coming every day with McDonald's, just giving us food. He? We never met this guy, like, bro. It was crazy. This guy, I'll never forget him. Like we never met this guy. He saw us sitting there. He came, got, got us a, a place to stay, food. It was crazy, bro.
1: Yeah, that is. It's crazy. Is it's crazy. The fact that a total stranger that you've never met in your never met, life yeah, decided to do, did you do that, for that us? deed for you, man. Yeah.
0: It probably gave you faith in uh, humanity, <laughs> 100%, innit? 100%, bro. Yeah. 100%. We couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe it. And then this guy helped us when we came on Monday. I don't know what he did, but eventually they sort of gave us like a temporary, temporary place to stay in nottingham in nottingham
1: oh okay so you you uh, stood your ground you weren't going because of
0: the guy yeah so because he knew he knew because he lived there all his life he knew what to say how who to speak to and then plus the reference that he got us staying at that hotel for saturday sunday and then based on that they gave us something because they knew that we wasn't lying yeah so yeah and you weren't going back to Newcastle. That was. For was sure. going back? My dad was not going back. My dad is so stubborn. He's like, <laughs> "There's no way we're going back to Newcastle." Yeah. So yeah. something
1: must. Have, yeah. You. You know. You don't know what could have happened over there, but there was obviously something that happened over
0: there that. You know he, why why he was being so stubborn about it. Maybe I don't know because I've never been to Newcastle in my life. I mean, I've been there now. I went had my fight there in Newcastle, but never really lived in Newcastle. Right. So.
1: So, 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 you've um,
0: so you you was actually from Nottingham then, yeah. Um, I was there for like maybe a year or less than a year, and right. then we moved to London, moved to London, moved to London, yeah. And um, how old were you when you got into boxing? I was nearly 20, bro. I was nearly 20, nearly
1: 20, man. so and what um inspired you to get into uh,
0: money, bro? My, money inspired it? me, it's crazy. Um, I think it was when Conor McGregor fought against Floyd. fight in 2017 yeah yeah you know um, I grew up in church as I said like I never really like to fight like I like to talk if anything I would talk my way out of everything (laughs) or if I can't talk my way I'm just gonna run (laughs) but I saw the fight I saw the build up I saw the money they was gonna make and I said to myself listen if I can make even 1% of this I know my life is set change change yeah. the direction of my family worth is change so I just made this decision twi- to become a boxer yeah,
1: yeah. and then um, you just started
0: tra- training training like a lunatic man <laughs> I was training like my life depends on it <laughs> really I was terrible man I remember um, I remember going to this club for the first time in West London and I spoke to one of the coaches over there I said, I, I want to be a professional boxer. So he said to me, have you boxed before? I'm like, no. Do you know how to fight? I'm like, no. It's like, how do you want to be a professional boxer? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> just make me one. Just make me one. So I started training. I started training. At first, I was terrible, bro. This guy was calling me names. I mean, for the, I first came to the training session, right? we done a session there. I mean, I was terrible, but... I didn't want I, I I didn't I wasn't sure if I'm gonna come back the next day but one thing that made me come back the next day was this guy was calling me names for no reason like it's my first time in the gym he's calling me a murmur he's like look at look at your feet man you can't even dance you're a young person and the guy was fat He's maybe in his fifties but when he's moving he's moving like a like a middleway mm. I'm like wow he's like look at me I'm fat I got a big belly and I'm moving look at you you're a youngster you can't even move He's calling me. You a turkey, You a bum? I'm like yo. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. I'm, i I need. I need. That's I need to. I need to prove you wrong. I need to prove you wrong. Yeah. There's no way I'm gonna let you get away with this. And it's, it's. It is
1: like they're testing you, isn't it? It's like. It's either they're gonna find out if you're gonna push through it, yeah. Or if you're gonna just. But
0: break. at first, I thought he didn't like me, but then later on, I found out that's just his personality. That's mm. the way it is. That's the way he teaches. Like he like to play with like kids' mental. If you're weak. You're not gonna come. But if you know we when you come, it's gonna push you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I to be honest, I had people like that in my life when I was a when I was an apprentice, like yeah. growing up and becoming a plumber. Some people I used to work with, they would be like they'd be really quite hostile and angry. Like uh, that sort of environment, especially in the kind of building game. <laughs> yeah. And um and yeah, you'd think like, Oh, why are they being like this and stuff like that? It's
0: crazy but bro. But this guy was just mental. He would he would slap you. He would be like, Come here, come here. He'd be like, come here, come here, come here. What did I say to you? Double jab, triple jab. What have you done? Double jab. Why? What happened to the triple jab? Slap. <laughs> wow. Just like that. Really? Go back again. You spent three runs, nothing else. Double jab, triple jab. That's and, how he trained and, me. And it's you, crazy. And you, and you kept coming back. Like you I kept, kept coming every day. Did you? Yeah, you never,
1: reta- and, did you never
0: react. No, never. You can't talk back to him. Like Just his voice. He makes you tremble. You can't talk back to him. <laughs> like, he's got that authority when he talks to you. You just want to listen. Mm. And he's a good person. And I feel like I owe him a lot. Like, when I first started, like, everyone in the gym, because of my character, because of the way I am as a person, I'm very gentle. I like to talk. like to laugh. They thought it was just a joke. And he's the only person because he saw that desire in me that, no matter what he says to me, I was coming back. He saw that and he was willing to give me a chance. Like normally we were training Monday, Wednesday and Fridays, 5 p.m. But I spoke to him, I'm like, if I can come every day, anytime, I'm happy to do that. And he took his time out of his busy schedule to just spend time with me every day, bro. When I say every day, I mean every day, Monday to Sunday. Every yeah. day, I'll, I'll I'll call him or text me, be like, "Oh, I need to come do a session." He will come open the gym just for me, and really? to train just for me.
1: He obviously, yeah, he saw, he saw. Um, yeah, he
0: saw, he just saw that it's, it's not like I was technically good. No, I was terrible. at he heart, but I wanted to. I had the I had the willingness to learn, mm. and I was humble enough to not say anything back at him. <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah, do, do you know what? Like, I, I I was like that when I was younger. I I would never normally overreact if they said said anything to me and I couldn't quite see it at the time but later on at life I was like these people were teaching you something they're just teachers like and I think sometimes there's there's like we want people to like be good teachers all the time but there's different types of teachers there is there. there
0: is man there is there is so so you you just got to training and like like nearly enough training every single day. 100% because the way I saw it, like before even jumping into boxing, um, I've always wanted to, you know, help my family financially. So as a young star, the minute I was able to say hello, <laughs> I got myself a job. <laughs> I couldn't even speak, but I got myself a job. Literally five months after getting into the UK, like when we got a place there, I started working straight away. I got a job at 17, I couldn't speak. I was helping out the entire family at such a young age. I was working sometimes 60, 80, sometimes 100 hours a week. Were you? I was a crafter because I wanted to just help my family financially. And I had that work effort already. I said to myself, listen, what are the chances of me spending 30 years working in a corporate ladder I've got zero chance to make millions. Maybe if I if I meet people that want to help me, the chances are very small, small, small to nothing. Mm. But in boxing, it's not guaranteed, But if I work hard and I give it thirty years, there's a chance. Even if I don't make millions, there's a chance of me making good money to help out my family. So I decided to go with that.
1: Well, and you're a bit of a you know a master of your own destiny because you, if you work hard, then yeah. you you get the opportunity and you know it's kind of like as as long as you work hard towards it then the results will kind will of come yeah 100
0: yeah the way i saw it like even when i i start getting into boxing looking at the tapes like flow it was one of my biggest in, uh, inspiration uh, everything he did he did I'd, I'd done it everything like it was crazy like for me it was like a god like i would listen to him talk 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 and say whatever he does to get ready for your fight, I would do it. Would you and I didn't even know how to fight. He would say, oh, sometime I wake up at 5 a.m., go for a run. I'll do that. He's like, sometime I wake up at 2 a.m., go for a run. I'll do that. <laughs> I was doing everything that he says he does. I'll do it. I'm like, I want to I wanna be able to be better. And how can I be better? Listening to him. If he says, oh, I'll go run for 12, 12 uh, mile and then come back, hit the back for four run. I'll do that. Everything he says, I've done it. Somehow I feel like I got mentored by him indirectly. Yeah, yeah. But I would do everything that he said because I said to myself, like the only way I can get something that this person has is if I'm doing what he's doing. It's not guaranteed, but my chances are a bit higher. Mm -hmm. I just listen to everything he says and that's what I've done.
1: I think, I think that's the, the the best way because my view is there's no point reinventing the wheel. No. Like, these people are tried and tested. Yeah, like a blueprint, yeah. And they're leaving these little kind of breadcrumbs around. For, yeah. And, and anyone that's, like, a bit conscious about what's going on, they'll be like, that's yeah good it that's a you good go. idea. Yeah. I'll try that, I'll try this. And you only try it anyway. It's not if like... If it don't work, it don't the, work. It does work, does it? Yeah, it's what's good. the worst that can happen? 100%. Try it again. That's, cool. That's uh, yeah, that's, that's a
0: quite a wise way to... Uh, like see it at a young a young age. How mm. did you um? How did you learn English, bro? For me again, because um, I even nev- I never finished high school or you even didn't? I didn't finish anything. Even I started doing college, but I couldn't. I just gave it up. It yeah. wasn't my thing. It, it, fair, fair. For me, uh, it's more listening. I I spend a lot of time um just listening to like tapes. I think there is this um. There's this website that I came across back in twenty seventeen? I think it's it's in BBC. It's uh by, by, by side, something like that. I came across that website. So it's self-talk. Self-talk, yeah. Self-taught. So I'll literally literally listen to people speaking and then I'll pause, repeat whatever they say without even knowing what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just understandable. What, what, yeah, just whatever they're saying, just gonna repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And that's how I sort of like memorize few words and the more i spoke to people the more i added few words into my vocabulary and yeah man
1: that's yeah, man. incredible just like that yeah that's 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 pretty so you so you would like training um so you've been training you were working um did, did, did you have to become an amateur before you became a yeah pro- i had
0: to become an amateur i spent one season i had 14 fights in Four. one season i, just, I was just i was In i was season. i was constantly on the matchmaker of my club i was like every day calling him yo i need a fight i need a fight because even again i, I think i heard Freud saying like when you're an amateur it doesn't care it doesn't matter win or lose it's Just all about experience.
1: experience yeah 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 100 percent. yeah that it's all
0: sense. about experience so when i heard that from him i said to myself you know what i want to get as much experience as I, I can because i started doing this because i wanted to be a professional mm. i don't want to be fighting for medals I don't want medals. I want to be fighting for, I'm a pride fighter. I want to be fighting for money. So I just done one season and I didn't like it. I, I didn't think what, what, amateur was my style as well.
1: What What's the length of um, a season?
0: I think the season is starting, if I'm not mistaken, in February, I mean in September, and it finishes somewhere in June. And I started boxing in September. No, maybe end September. When was Floyd's fight? I don't even know. Somewhere in September. So, my first fight, I had it in November of 2017. November, yeah, November 2017. So, from November 2017 <laughs> <laughs> until maybe my last fight I had it in February because I turned pro. I turned pro in 2018. Wow. So, wow. I literally, so not you even, no even, not, not, like, not even a year. Really? Not even a year.
1: That's, it, that's insane. Not even a year. So, so you was you was boxing for like a couple of months, couple obviously of quite months. a lot. Yeah. Then you got into amateur boxing and done like four. No, no, no.
0: Years. I wasn't boxing at all. So I got into amateur boxing. Um, my first fight I had it in November. My last fight I think I had it be in March or something. So a couple of months.
1: Yeah, and you had like fourteen fights.
0: Smash it all in there. That's that's like smash it all that's in there. Craft. I'm like yo, I need, I need, yeah, I need the experience.
1: Do you know what? Regardless of the outcomes as well.
0: Like, yeah. It, I wasn't interested about winning or losing. All I wanted to go practice whatever I was doing in the gym. Yeah. That's that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to go in there, see if this is really what I want to do. Because sometimes you might think you want something. And you get punched in the face. You're like, "This is not for me." <laughs> so I just wanted to fair. see if if this is really what I wanted. Do, so do you, do you remember your first fight? Oh, bro! Oh my God! I was peeing every ten minutes. I, f- I remember I was maybe um, you were what you were doing. I was peeing, going to the toilet every Everybody, ten minutes because the adrenaline. Bro, I was so nervous. I was so nervous, and oh, the guy that was fighting was maybe six one or 6'2. two. I'm five. I'm five ten, no five nine. The guy was tall. Oh. All I was doing, bro, I was just oh, swinging like Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I had done, but I won it. I was just swinging like oh, Mike Tyson. Win? I win it. Nice. I won that fight. I won it. It was uh, like it was my club show, so it happened in our gym.
1: Oh, okay. Like, like, what? Um, is is that actually what? Actually, in the gym? It was. Yeah. 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 yeah it was okay.
0: like I think like every year. Every year, my club all stars. Yeah. They do like a, they call it like, I don't know what they call it, I forgot. But they do like a, every year in November, they do like an event where everyone come. To the actual boxing. To uh, the boxing and then, yeah. yeah so y-
1: I think um, Islington Boxing do that. They do well. that as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so you had like 14 fights. Oh my God, I And didn't it sca- and didn't scare you off then?
0: No, no. I was like, you know what, give me as much as you can. And when I fall, like I had a little bit of, Knowledge of how to defend myself. I thought, let me go for it. Let me do what I wanted to do. Become a professional boxer. Um
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you, and that's when you became pro.
0: That's when I got my license, but I didn't fight until 2020 or 2019 in December. Well, why is uh why is that? I couldn't sell ticket, bro, because in the UK they have this system of selling ticket, because I. I haven't been boxing for a long time. Nobody knew about me. Oh, wow. All my friends, all my friends know me, knows me as Michael, the guy that laugh yeah. like to laugh.
1: And within the last like 18 months, you're like a professional. They
0: are like, like, yo, since when do you box? Even my dad would thought I was a joke. Was like, I'm like, Dad, I'm boxing now. He's like, Yeah, shut up. I used to box when I was young. I played football. I did <laughs> character, I did kung fu. <laughs> I told my mom, mom, I'm not a boxer. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Nobody in my in, in my family to this day, I so think maybe maybe just this year because I've been having fight regular. But my family, every time I tell I tell them that I fight, they think like I'm just I'm just joking. joking. I'm just like yeah, of course. Cause it's they, still new, isn't it? It's still brand new. I don't think they even saw me. They, they ever saw me getting angry or upset? Mm. My family, they have never seen me like getting upset. Like <laughs> never. So when whenever they see me fight, they're like, "How do you even do this? <laughs> it's crazy, man. They don't believe it." They, they don't believe you. Oh, I'm sure they're proud of you now, though. You oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I sure think, I definitely.
1: think, I think they are. How, so how did you end up in the West? Because um, you was in, so you was in. All um, oh, right, so you, from Nottingham, you moved to London, didn't you? And then you, you was living near West London. Is that how you ended up? Um,
0: so basically, um, my mum was living in West London. My dad always lived in Enfield, Edmonton, Tottenham. Oh, and then there was a time where I just went to see my mum because I was always with my dad. And then I thought, oh, let me go stay a bit with my my mum. And that's when I started seeing these promotion fights for Floyd and Gordon McGregor. Right, right. And next thing I know, I'm in a gym in West London. And that's <laughs> how I started. So I stayed there in West London. What's the gym called? All Stars. All Stars. Yeah. It's still there to... Hey. To this day, yeah. yeah, stay yeah. There, yeah. Still there. I go there sometime, yeah. yeah. I teach the new generation, give them a bit you of get knowledge. get involved, do you? Yeah. yeah. Do that sometime, yeah. I enjoy doing it. It's nice.
1: And is her mum still in uh, West London? No, she's in she's in East London now. East. Yeah, she's in East London now. She, she moved. Um. So um, your so your first fight was in twenty twenty.
0: Uh, I think end of twenty nineteen. I think twenty nineteen. End of twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, something like that.
1: Yeah. And what What was that like for you?
0: I mean, for me, because I when I got my license, it took me a long time to fight, so I sort of forgot about that. I thought to myself, Do you know what? Maybe boxing is not for me. I've got now. I've got the license. I can't fight because I can't sell a ticket. I just went back to work. So I sort of took some time off training boxing every day, like I was doing before. I was just training every now and then, but I was more working, working because I needed the money. And I remember this it was it was a Tuesday. I see a call coming up on Tuesday after work." They called me to fight on Friday, I never, ha, I haven't trained and they tell me or they pay me a couple of quid but I have to lose the weight because I was waiting around 73 and they said the fight is for 64.
1: 73 to 64, and then how many I had days? to do it, in,
0: from it was a Tuesday and the fight was on fr- Friday, so I had like maybe two days. That's, I told the guy, how am insane. I going to do it? They're like, oh bro, fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they told me that's, that's insane, what I did that's yeah. what I did and the guy that was fighting he was is a good he's a good fighter he's an Irish champion and at the time he had about 11 or he had about 12 fights 11 wins and 1 loss so he was a good kid so he was a favourite yeah, yeah to win Yeah. so I went in there I I still gave him a good run we done 4 runs I wasn't badly badly hurt or anything like that I still gave him the round but had yeah, to lose a significant how did
1: you know, lose it? how did you lose all that? Is
0: it like literally just not I even... just I would bro I'll I'll train maybe I'll go for a run with like I'll pull i pull like a bin bag I'll pull like a bin bag, oh. like bag I'll pull like a sauna suit I'll pull jacket That's everything serious? I'll rub myself up. I thought you were
1: about to say the monkey on your back. No, nah, back then I <laughs> did I didn't
0: have monkey, yeah. <laughs> so I'll go I'll go for a run, I'll come back home, I'll barely drink water, I'm not gonna eat and I'll do that maybe two twice a day. And I'll go to work. And it just fell off of you, yeah. Bro, come fine night, I didn't have my legs. Yeah, I bet you didn't. I didn't bro. have my legs at all. I didn't have my legs. Like, I I'll, I'll, not. I like to move. I'll try to move. I can't move. I'm like, why am I not moving? Why am I moving in slow motion? I'll see the punch coming. It'll hit me. Then I'll move. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. It was crazy. I lost my first...
1: But I did, like it was an opportunity to like for me it was an
0: opportunity because I lost I lost that that faith that I can ever fight because I couldn't get in the ring I can't say a ticket.
1: Did didn't the um wasn't there much opp- opportunity through the boxing club that you was with or
0: even my boxing club was against me turning professional? Were they? Because they were like just, yo you just started boxing yesterday. You haven't even learned how to throw the fundamental year. You think, you know, but you don't because you, you just started. I didn't know anything about boxing. I didn't even know the promoters, the managers. Bro, I knew nothing. All I knew was Florida and whatever he was <laughs> saying to me, that's what I was doing. That's all I knew. That's amazing, though. But I just knew in me that if I stay in this club, as much as I like it, I've learned everything that I could have learned in this club. Hmm. Bro, I'm glad that I left when I left because... I think maybe a few months. I came back when I left that gym. I became a pr- a prostitute in a sense that I'll go to every gym. No, no, in that yeah, sense, bro. <laughs> I'll go to every gym just to sort of get the knowledge experience. from different yeah. coaches. Like I, I, I start sparring everyone, bro. Everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a flyweight or a big weight, whatever way you are, I'm gonna spar you. I just wanted to get the experience because I couldn't fight in the ring, so I thought I'm gonna get the experience in training. Yeah. I sparred everyone. I sparred world champion, Olympian, good boxers. That's how I spent my my two years before I had my, my fight. I was just sparring everyone. Sparring, sparring, sparring. I think my my club was against me turning pro. I think for a while, I, I wasn't speaking with my coach, the one that took me, because was like, yo, what do you think? You think you know how to box now? <laughs> yeah, but, they, because... Uh,
1: they've probably gone through that a long period of time. They have training. They have, they have. You know? and and to be honest with you, like I, I'm not, I wouldn't like knock your way. You was obviously eager, but yeah. cons- you would have had to go from a lot of pain in a short period of time, yeah, to to get to where you wanted to get to, and that's like a tough journey to to put
0: yourself. It is it is I feel like as well technically I wouldn't improve as faster and quicker than I did if I had to stay in the gym. Because yeah. all they was teaching me was enough for me to just do what I could have done on that level. Mm. But my ambition was a bit higher, it was a bit bigger, mm. and nobody could have seen it. Even when I was speaking to them, I'm like, you guys see me here, I'm doing this, but I'm not actually here. Mm. I see myself fighting on the telly, fighting like Florida. That was me. Because like, I, I saw boxing through him, I want to do what he's doing. I see myself, they the, like... Sometimes it was knocking me down. They're like, oh, you can't even even when you move, you move, you you put your head like this, you're exposed. All of that. For me, I couldn't hear it. I was like, no, let me just take myself out of this situation because this this situation, this environment is not designed for, like for me ne- to neg- negative, yeah. very negative. I'll come in the gym. I'll come in the gym there. It, like everyone will be watching me now. Everything that I do, they'll point out, they'll be like, stop. Why are you punching like that and you say you want to be a professional boxer? Mm. It was it was it was that bad. Yeah. I didn't mind that, but I thought to myself, it's good for you to to see those mistakes, but can you teach me at least what what shall I do instead? But they wasn't doing it. They were just pointing out the mistakes and leave me there hanging. It's almost like they're pushing you. Pushing me down. Yeah. But I knew what I wanted. I knew that I wanted to become a professional boxer. Mm.
1: Yeah, because uh, like like I say, they they were so in that kind of thing of like training for five years, six yeah. seven, ten years. They, they're like,
0: Yeah, you have to you have to you have to pay your dues, you have to do go through the amateur, you have to fight for the ABAs, fight for this, fight for that. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this, I signed up to become a professional boxer. They knew when I came in the gym the first day, they knew I spoke to I spoke to the owner of the gym, head coach they coached because i came early mm-hmm. training started like at five i was there free three i spent time from three to five just speaking to them yeah, <laughs> so i'm, like, I'm like yo i i, I want to become a professional boxer what do i do mm-hmm. they like you need to learn how to box first you need to be an amateur i'm like what's an amateur oh it's when you fight for medals i'm like okay i'll do it then so they sort of love not forced me but they sort of like guided me into that because in my head i didn't think you had to box amateur before you become professional yeah but then it just became that environment became so negative for me to grow i couldn't grow technically i was doing the same mistakes and over and over again so i had to take myself out and just go learn from different people different people
1: and that's what you did you started going around sparring people that's sparring
0: people, people training with people. Was that just all over London? or No, not London, bro. All over the UK. All over the UK. I remember this, bro. Sometime, I would spend six I would spend two hours, one journey, one hour training, two hours coming back. So it was about five hours every day. Just to train. Just to train. Mm. And plus, because I couldn't, I stopped working as well because I wanted to learn. So I really didn't have any money. So I would bump the train to go to training. So I will actually bump the train to go to training. And because I was doing it so much, the guy that worked there in my local, my train station at the time, knew me already. So whenever he sees me, he would just look away. Because at, at first, it was like, pay for your fare, pay for your ticket. It was literally insulting me. But then...
1: You became friends. I, it,
0: not even friends, it's just... It's just Whenever you see me, you look away. You just look away because he knows whatever he says. I'm next. going. I'm like, bro, I need to go training. <laughs> you can ever open the door for me. We do it politely, but I'm not missing. I I'm, I'm not missing my training. Yeah, I was bumping the train to go to training. I didn't have any money on me, and I stopped working because I couldn't balance it. Yeah, I couldn't balance it both. I couldn't work, work, and come train, train. I couldn't do it so i had to decide like do you know what I'd rather be broke now for later on for later on,
1: yeah yeah so you yeah you That's to be honest that's incredible that's incredible like you you, you is I, I think if you if you do want to get really good at something as well like you've got to put your whole heart into it you have to bro you and, have and to distractions don't get me wrong you need to make money for, for practical of living but mm. distractions uh of, can can like divert your they just divert your attention. You're yeah, trying to do too much,
0: and you can also find this, not excuses, but because they are excuses. If you look at them, at the same time they are facts because we're living in a society where you have to pay for your bills, pay for your house, pay for your food. Mm. That alone, you can use that as a as an excuse factor. That oh, I don't have the money. Um, okay, let me go work and people have different ways of doing things but the way I saw it in my um in my case i said to myself i need to get better and i started boxing late i don't have the money to pay for all these coaches how can i go and get gain the knowledge that i need to get the experience yeah
1: okay. the, the, without sounding disrespectful either like i'm not being funny but where you came from yeah you didn't have much anyway N- yes 100 so,
0: percent. So. for me i'm like whatever i got to lose yeah plus i said to myself yeah worst case scenario um i was like maybe 20 at the time I'm like let's say i'll give this until i'm 30 if nothing happened then i can always learn whatever like a career path and i can still build my life then because i'm still if i'm 30 i'm still young so I said to myself, no problem. This ten years, nothing else matters but boxing. I'm gonna give it ten years. Like if 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 things are still the way they are right now, then I'll know that okay, this is this thing was not meant for me. But at least I'm gonna try. give it ten years. I'm gonna try whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Uh, what? Uh, you yeah
1: yeah because you haven't been training for ten years now, have you? Uh, no,
0: no no no. It's been uh, what twenty six this year, so so good six years So it's gonna be six years going yeah
1: and um how many how many pro fights have you had now i've had five
0: now five now yeah i lost my my first two and i won the last three so i'm now fighting soon as well i've got i've got um the finals coming for this tournament that entered yeah so so tell how did you how did you get invited or involved in this uh that's why that's why back to what we said at the beginning there's things that we do, sometimes we don't know why we're doing it, but there's a reason. See the way I was going inspiring everyone. Somehow I sort of made the impression to some coach that aspired maybe years ago. And then apparently he's one of is one of the uh the co-founders for this tournament. So they was thinking of ideas, fighters, cities for this concept of this tournament. And he thought of me, he's like, oh, I know this guy. He used to come here, spar, spar, spar. It could be a good candidate, wow, wow. and that's how it was I, like
1: network. So you were just networking, really.
0: Yeah, it just I go spar because when you're sparring them, they see okay, oh you you're decent, you're alright. Why why haven't you been fighting? They ask you those questions, and then I say to them, I'm like, yeah, I can't fight because I can't sell ticket because they know the business, the way it works. They're like, oh yeah, now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. But when this opportunity came that you don't have to sell ticket, but you get to fight in Good, good fight. It it could be televised and opportunities. Yeah, he gave me a call, and the minute he gave me a call, I'm like, yo, I wonder, sign me up. Yeah, definitely not passing this. I'm not passing this. I'm taking it with both hand, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, I fought the semifinals. I won. So, so how many fights in that tournament? Uh, it was, to it do? was, it was two fights basically. Yeah. So you fight. It starts from the t- semifinals then the finals
1: oh is that so, oh, okay so it's only the two it's only two fights right, yeah fair. so a- and 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 what will that lead on to
0: It will lead up to bigger things like the winner of um, of the finals can potentially challenge for the British for fi- a uh, British title Wow so let's say I fight in in, in the finals and knock out my guy game out of the way next year I'm looking at fighting for the uh, British title Is that your plan to... uh... Bro, whatever it takes to bring me to my goal, I'm taking it. Yeah, you're doing what you need to do. I just want to be able to be on the main card and fight like Floyd because I saw that. And for me, until I do that, I ain't done nothing yet. Mm. So I'm very focused with what I'm doing. Um, Yeah, I'm just training, training, improving constantly in the gym
1: and do you know what like for, uh, from my point of view i think anything's possible 100 like th- percent. i think if you if you've got that serious mindset yeah like you there's no point even judging it now you've got to judge it when you're 10 years into something 100 percent. yeah like that's when you've but if you, you, you need to have that unlimited belief of a mindset because no one's going to believe in it as much as you
0: can it is, it is man because the way you see it like you're the one that got that you're the one that got that vision or that idea. Nobody else got it. Mm. So if nobody else around you believe believes what you're believing, it just makes sense because they can't, they're can't. not standing where you're standing. They're not on your shoes. They, they don't they're see your in. vision. They're not in here. Mm. When I go back to sleep at night, they're not in my thoughts. Mm. I'm there with myself. I speak to myself. So I know what I tell myself. And if I truly believe to what I'm saying, it's only a matter of time yeah 100% it's only a matter of yeah. time yeah I'm that's why every day I, I just work on things that can guide me in the journey to where i want to be things like patience you know i get to work on that i get to work on on just knowing when when to speak when to do it there's a lot of things that you're going i'm going through the journey. towards my journey mm-hmm. to where i want to go and for me, it's all about embracing the journey. Like every day, I, I make this part of my life. Like, there's no way I'm spending a day without a journey. There's th- th- no the thing way. I love,
1: though, is like you, so you've got the end goal here. Yeah. But you're still going, like, you're still understanding that journey, that process yeah, that you're going through. So it's like, it's nice because you've got to trust the process.
0: Yeah, as you? much as the end goal is good for me, as much as I want to be a billionaire by the time I retire, I want to make a lot of money, crazy money. <laughs> yeah. But for me, what's important, the steps that I'm taking, mm. okay, what can I do today that will lead me to the next step? Mm. What can I do to, tomorrow that will lead me to the next step? For me, I'm more obsessed with those steps than the end goal. Because I know once I get it, naturally as a human, I will want more. Yeah. Like let's say today I make a billion. I'm like, wow, I made one billion? Uh, what about so, you? Yeah. <laughs> I know for a fact, I would want that. Mm. But for me, it's about becoming better as a person becoming better as a as a fighter
1: well they, but they, there's that saying about it's not the journey it's the destiny it's not the destination it's the journey yeah <laughs> it's that, yeah, yeah it's so, not like so, that so it's like you gotta enjoy the process yeah you gotta fall in love yeah, yeah. with the game of it rather than thinking for oh, me to be honest
0: I don't I don't I don't I wouldn't say yeah I love the game but I'm not in love with the game although like boxing for me boxing has helped me be more focused and more disciplined but i'm not really like in love with it yeah you don't like watch um, no no, watch no I, really I, I, leave, I don't yeah. watch boxing at all at all at all <laughs> like the only person that i watch is floyd mm. i watch him talk do whatever he got to wow. it's like he's like one of it's like my main person that to this day is inspiration inspiration to, you. to yeah. me so if anything i watch him not even boxing i mean he saw boxing to me i didn't come to boxing because i loved boxing no because i saw him and I was like, Noah, I wanna be like this guy. Mm. I, I wanna do the things that he's doing. Yeah. Not like. I mean, to be honest, what he's done is incredible. He's crazy, incredible, boy. boy. Change yeah. the sport of boxing. Mm. Change the sport of boxing. So for me, it's just about coming every day. Showing up. Showing up. That's, that's important. Showing up every day, regardless of how I'm feeling. Most of the time when I go to the gym, I'm naked. I'm tired. I don't wanna be there. But I'm thinking to myself, if I don't come today, my opponent, the guy that's trying to rob this op- this um, dream of me, is training. Mm. So I'm giving him chances. There's no way I'm gonna give him any chance. I'm gonna take every chance that I get away from him. To, to that, so that, that so, so that so that when we fight, yeah. I've got an edge over him. Sometimes for no reason, I just like sleep like at seven seven p.m. so that I can wake up at midnight to go for a run because I know there's no way my opponent is running at midnight. Mm. I know midnight is what? probably watching Netflix and chill is midnight. A, what, what's the benefit of running at that time? I think f- it's it's more mental, the way I see it, for me, at all least. Right. It's all mental, mental. Be... it's all mental. Because I know there's no way he's doing this. Mm. He's, there's no way my opponent is training like midnight or 2 a.m. in the morning. There's no way. Because if I do that, I know he's going to wake up maybe at 7. Maybe his first session is going to be around 9, 10. When he's gonna be training, I will be training.
1: Yeah, you've already been training. I've been like, training already, while so you're I've sleeping.
0: I've got that edge over him. So for me, it's more mental. Yeah, it's it's more mental. Plus, I just I'm 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 such an early riser. I just like to wake up in the morning, get things done early.
1: You're young, you got loads of energy still. Bro, so I got plenty of energy. Take advantage of it.
0: Plenty of energy. That's why for me right now, yeah. Anything that I'm doing, I'm not too worried about it because I know, in case it don't go my way. I've got I've got time. Mm. I've got time. I can do whatever. And, and and at least you can honestly say that you tried as I well. I give her a go. You I gave her like a proper shot, like a
1: proper shot. Yeah. Yeah. No, do you know what that's uh that's it it's incredible and I do um like I wholeheartedly like wish you all the best in, in thank what you, you're doing. Thank you. Thank I'm you. excited to to see uh see where you're going. And um you know, it was quite interesting because when you were talking about you going all these different places sparring, you actually met quite a lot of influencers a lot oh, along yeah. the, the journey. I Met a lot of people. Like yeah. you, like you've met KSI. You've you've got a good friend at uh, arms Corleone. Yeah, yeah. Like, how, how did you like go about meeting these people?
0: I mean, I met them through the the gym again. Like there was there was um, I think I met them when uh, COVID happened. Oh, all, the about gym, all the gym, yeah. All the gym were closed. And there was this one particular gym. <laughs> <It's always white. laughs> it was always open. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think like, ever since I've been in that gym, like, because like, I don't know if you've heard of this, like iron sharp and iron. They're saying that iron sharp and iron. No.
1: Oh, iron sharp and iron. Yeah, 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 100%. yeah, yeah, I have heard. I feel
0: like in that gym, there's so there's so much ambition. Mm. Like every single fighter in there is hungry. Want to succeed, want to make it as a fighter. And because I want the same thing that they want, and I got myself in a place with similar like-minded people, bro, we unstop- unstoppable. Yeah. Like wh- wh- when we train, if you're not a fighter, you come and see us, you feel like, these people are crazy. What are they <laughs> <Yeah>. doing? <laughs> like we, we physically damage our body. We do, we 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 yeah. abuse ourselves every time we're training.
1: You all look happy though. Like I see, you like have arms. Have no idea, boy. You know, like I see arms. Yeah. And like the way he, exactly what you were saying. Yeah. Like punching each other in the stomach and beating each other up. Um, but you all look like <laughs> like you're loving it. Hundred percent,
0: boy. The thing is, like our body don't wonder, but our mind is forcing our body to do that. So it's conditioning as well, it is, isn't it? It, like it? Is rather be conditioned by good people around you than than the,
1: the guy. In the I rim.
0: rather I rather you that I know. In the gym beat me up and then correct it so that when i go in a fight i cannot make the same mistake but no making those mistakes in the gym and be there and find it out
1: because um I, I i've been uh sparring but i'm gonna be fighting in um let's go bro <laughs> let's go <laughs> yeah, i'll yeah, be yeah. there supporting I'm, you man i'm doing my first fight at the selby center yeah I ju- i've been um sparring and i've been i got punched like straight in the face <laughs> Did I didn't know. My eyes were watering, <laughs> like I got, got I had a bruise on my nose. Oh my but, god. Yeah, and I was just like I was like I was pe- I was annoyed, yeah. but I was just like this is really necessary. Like <laughs> it's necessary for the, the journey. Um because I don't want any hidden surprises on the no. night. Like I wanna know that everything I've done outside of that ring has been towards yeah, yeah. getting in the in the rings. Anything
0: that you, you, you can face on the night, you have gone through it in the gym. Yeah. That way you're you at least prepared.
1: I'm going to have to start getting up at midnight and two in the
0: morning. Bro, right? whatever you and got, got to running. do, man. <laughs> whatever you got to do. Now I've got the inspiration. Whatever you got to do. Sometimes <laughs> you got to set yourself challenges because like, as a human being, we. one thing that I've noticed throughout my, I uh, know I haven't lived in a long time in this world, but throughout my 26 years is we lack progress. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be doing the same thing every day. Imagine if we're telling you every day, you can, all you got to eat every day for breakfast is is what? Oats. Yeah. And for dinner, beans. You're going to get fed up of it. You will be like, no, I want to change. Yeah. So we lack like progress as human beings. So you can say, you can say yourself some challenges. You can do, you can wake up like me. I, sometimes I do it for fun, just so that I can tell my body that I'm in charge, like my mind is in charge, I'm the boss. I like, I'll be like, you know what? I know I'm tired. Like Sometimes I do, like I train every day, Monday to Sunday. I Sunday do as well. Sunday as well. I do twice every day and once on a Sunday. And sometimes during the week, like on the weekdays, I'm tired. I'm like, wow, I'm tired. Why am I tired? I add an extra session. <laughs> <laughs> That's punishment. I'm, like, I'm like, okay, because I'm I'm this tired, I want to give myself an extra session just for mobility but somehow, whenever I do that, by the end of the week, I feel so good. I reward feel so it. good. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, you know what? I don't feel that bad. Mm. So sometimes it's not to just play those mind game with yourself and set yourself a new target. You can do this today, this the next day. least you know, okay, you're, you're having fun with it. Because it's quite boring, bro. It's repetitive. Yay. You're doing the same thing every day
1: boring and uh, I think it really helps when you're around the right sort of of people as well you need that yeah like when you're when you're around these like ambitious people like even I love that's what I love about the fit factory like it's good energy there it's like it's not like it's like a negative place to Mm, not quite to to training so like everyone's kind of like like um, like pushing each other on
0: 100% yeah yeah cheering for each other is what I'm looking for it's a good community place like like we all come with Different goals, but we all we we all have goals, although it may be different to each of each of us, mm. but the objective is that we've got a goal, and we're pushing each other to achieving those goals exactly. and when we all meet together, we're like, oh yeah, you like I met the other guy um, at the faith factory, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday I was speaking to him, and he was telling me that oh, he was going through a law um couple of years back. And because he was going through a lot mentally, he just let himself go and start eating, drinking. It got really, really big. And maybe the beginning of this year, he decided to just get back into training. And now he has lost maybe, what, 30, 30 pounds or 30 stone. Yeah. I'm like, bro, that's the story I want to hear. Mm-hmm. So just keep it up. Keep on training. Just I gave him an advice. I'm like, bro, do you know what? What you're doing is perfect. Just keep it up every day do it a little bit every day. Yeah. Just do it a little bit every day even if it's 10 minutes walk do it every day every day consistency is key.
1: Okay. Yeah, 100 100%. 100%. Yeah. I th- I think it's like for some people they've come from a different environment. Yeah. So they're trying to grow beyond that environment that they've come from and sometimes it's easier to probably fall default and go back into the the same place but I think once you push beyond that line Yeah. There's like some beauty after that, it you is, know? man. And then, and then, like, then you got to push beyond that line as well. Like, it is it is you just got you? You have got to just keep going all yeah. the time. But
0: you know, otherwise, you lose purpose. You lose you fulfillment. Do. You do, you do, man. Like, as, as human, we 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 we've been cre- we was created with this uh, like beautiful thing. Like, we can we can push ourselves to the max. There's no limit. Mm-hmm. The only limitation you've got is what you say yourself hundred percent. So you, you're the only one that can create that wall right in front of you. Be like, oh, yeah, maybe I can just push myself until here. But you can actually go further than that. And you only find that if you do let yourself go. Mm. It's like they say, you got to die to be born again. Like you just yeah. have to like be like, you know what? Close your eyes, blindly have faith and just go. What's the worst that can happen?
1: Mm. Yeah, do you know what? That's a good that is a you got a good uh, mindset on you man. That's I try so it's man. Nice. It's nice to see. Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you know what? It's um it's been quite inspirational for me if I'm honest. Has with it? You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has. It has. Cuz like I think when I was younger I was very um I was very similar to you I think. As I've got older, I've, you know, probably got a little bit more tired I'm Yeah. started to complain a little bit more but you know, um, it's
0: okay to complain, bro. Yeah, it is. I it really is. Not
1: bad. It is. But I think you know, it's also important to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, and, big time. And make sure you understand that if you want something good in life, you got to work hard at you it. You got to make it happen. Nothing yeah. comes to you easily. Nothing. You know? But it is worth it. Yeah. Like I, I, generally believe, like any, if if you generally want something in life, like and you and you work really hard to get it, I think it's totally worth it. Yeah. That feeling that you get from it, that proud feeling. That, yeah. That energy is like I've done this. Just like, knowing
0: that you made it happen. Yeah. You made it happen. 100%. You crafted for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm the same as well, man. Like I I like crafting for things. I like to just use my hand, use my my being to make things happen. Mm.
1: You know? yeah and it's, it's good as well they keep telling me like that you're a good boxer so you know you've obviously got some you narrative. don't think i do you know, do you know have i haven't really seen you fully but i'm looking oh forward my to God, um, come i'm you looking see, forward man. to essex and, i'm i'm um, i'm, I'm quite
0: an entertainer i like to entertain yeah yeah I like I'm definitely, to entertain I'm definitely man.
1: looking forward to it yeah and i'll be rooting for you for sure me and on, will be coming up there that, We'll have to get the whole fit factory to come and oh, Nima as well. Even, I was
0: about to ask you as well, I like the name, the motive. The motive. What's the story behind it? The,
1: the motive, it's it's kind of like, um, it's people's, it's people's connected to people's purpose, like what their motive is in life, what their, See. what what it is that they're doing in life and what they've done. I think that, that so the the purpose of the podcast was to talk about people's life journeys where they've had adversities and challenges but and you know what you're a very good example of a guest for this podcast yeah yeah because from your journey of where you came from like and i didn't even know it was that deep either by the way like your story i just knew you was a good boxer you got good energy and i thought oh he'd be a cool person to talk to but what you said i was a bit like whoa is that is that what happened but um Yeah, and and the fact that you've kind of come out of that and then turned your life around and now you're you're still like pushing towards something positive, like it's it's really good to see. And I think that's what we should all be doing as humans, you know, like, because I think I've seen what it's like in the dark place Mm. as well. So, but I've also seen what it looks like on the, the light, the light side of it all.
0: Yeah, I think the point you have to do is just keep going forward, keep pushing That's forward, it, keep growing. The only time you stop is when you can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, hundred. Yeah, the minute you 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 the minute you get up, the minute you can you're able to get up in the morning, it it it's hunting season. You have to be able to just do whatever. Because some people they're not really into material stuff. It could be just like maybe just family being nice as a person because for me the way i see it is as human we've been put into this world to just you know be nice to each other talk to each other trying to help each other Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be like financial help no Mm -hmm. just find out how people are doing i remember like before um like when i was working like a mad person as i say i had so many jobs one of the jobs i had was uh was to be being a salesman yeah and I remember I had this goal that I'd to myself, because I was very terrible at selling. I couldn't sell at all, <laughs> but it was my job. Yeah, so I said to myself, to get better, what can I do? Every day, for no reason, I would speak to at least five people, just ask them, hello, how was your day? Or just good morning, just that. And sometimes you, you, you say that to people, people will be like, why is he talking to me? Yeah, They'd be, sure. They'd be like, wow, oh, thank you. Yeah, mm. my day was good. Like People like that. But as human, we've been putting to make a difference. But sometimes we get caught up with with life, mm. you know, with busyness. You got to rush to go for work or go pick up your kids or go do this. We forget there's about a lo- I, the I, little I feel, thing.
1: I feel like there's a lot of that in London, to be honest. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, pressure. Yeah, there's a lot. People always kind of locked in. Crazy like, pressure.
0: Yeah. Even when, when I was in Nottingham, was it like that? Was it? Oh, it was it was calm. Even like I think oh. last year, I I was staying in Manchester. Yeah, for a bit. Uh, I was staying in this little town. I I wouldn't say I'm the only, I was the only black person, but it felt like it. I was the only black person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time I go to a supermarket like Tesco, you know, I'll be people coming around me, looking at me. I I liked it. I liked it. But I was just gonna say hello to them. When I say hello to them, they will speak to me straight away. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, good, cool. I haven't seen you here." We just start a conversation like that but in here we don't in london especially in london like if you see someone right now there's still a chance you will see them again
1: Mm. yeah it's that busy (laughs) yeah it's
0: that busy Mm. so like but then i'll just like speak to five people a day say ask them how they are find out how they're doing say hello to them and just walk walked away that's it that's and I feel like that, that helped me a lot as well. Yeah. It helped me a lot.
1: made a few
0: people's day that way as well. Oh, 100%, 100%. Some, 100%, people, some yeah. people just want to be seen, you know. Yeah. Like, Even sometimes me speaking to them made my day because I wasn't expecting them to speak to me back. Yeah, some yeah. they was probably expecting the worst. Most Some of people, they would be so rude. They'd be like, fuck off. Why are you saying, why are you looking at me? Why are you talking to me? Like, yeah. be rude to you, but... Yeah, aggressive for no aggressive reason. Aggressive for like, no reason. Yeah. But I, it was fine for me because I needed that. I needed that. I needed, that. I needed to just... Get, get out of my comfort zone mm. because I, I wanted to become a better person. And I'm sure I didn't say this uh, at the beginning, but back home in Congo, like I was very socially, I was very awkward. Were you? Like, bro, I couldn't speak. Like we can, ha- imagine if we we're having a conversation, right? I'll be looking down for no reason. I was, I struggle with stu- stuttering. Okay. And uh, when you're a kid, it's just kids are mean. In Congo, yeah, when someone is stuttering, you know charcoal. Yeah, yeah. If they show you charcoal, well, you're not gonna bring, you're not gonna say a word. You will, you will go even worse, like, uh, 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 uh. Or some people just like cross their fingers like this. You. What, what would they do with charcoal? Just show it to you. What, just show it to you? And then you won't say a word.
1: Oh, right. Well, uh, oh, so they wouldn't <laughs> do anything with it? Or, no, uh, they just they take
0: would... the charcoal just to sort of like, angers you, so they'll show you. And you won't say a word. You will be you be struggling to bring to say a word out of you. So that was me growing up. So I, I, I dealt a lot with like social anxiety and stuff like that. And for me, having that as a challenge, boost me up, imagine. helped me a lot. Yeah. Because I could find myself. Okay, I can actually talk to people. People they know they know that bad. They're not gonna bite me. They're not gonna kill me. Because before I felt like they will show me a charcoal and I start starting like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was terrible, man.
1: Do you, do you know what? I think a lot of people have su- suffer with, or s- still even to this day, they suffer with social anxiety. Yeah, it is, it's um, not easy, man. But to do what you've just said of like going out there and just talking to random people.
0: Yeah, it takes balls, man. Uh, yeah, it's it just does.
1: It takes, it takes big balls. And yeah.
0: to be fair, I I don't really know what you gotta lose you haven't really got anything nothing to lose, to lose you? Nothing like to you lose. might
1: somebody might hurt your
0: feelings but just yeah no no uh, not replying back on you that's the worst they might do that, that's about as bad yeah. as it
1: gets but the what you get from it the growth you get it's from good it, it's a long man it's yeah big time, yeah that's incredible it's for somebody that um that, that weren't even um talking
0: before it's to be crazy fair. boy it's crazy yeah it's crazy it's just about like wanting the best for yourself like even for me, the minutes I got into this country, like my mindset opened up a little bit because I was able to look at things from different perspectives. Because when you, when you, that's, I'm speaking from experience. Like when I was in Congo, because I was used to seeing one way of life, one way of things, this is how things are, get. this is how we do things here. I had one way of, you know, of life. That's how I thought life should be. But the minutes I got here, I saw diversity in people, in colours. Like, I never saw a white person until I got to the UK. And believe it or not, it might sound crazy, but I used to poke people like this when I was going to college just to see <laughs> if they sk- I was doing that, swear to God. Really? I was poking... When I went to college in Nottingham, like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow, I like the hair. touching, touching people. It was a bit weird, though, but... It was good for me to see different kind of, mm. you know, lifestyle cultures. And I wanted to become better. I wanted to just improve myself. I want. I didn't want to be in a room and just being there, you know, locked yeah. up in with, with my shell. I didn't want that person anymore. Because
1: because it was easy to stay that
0: way. As yeah, well, it, like, was, you're, you're, it was. you you so easy, yeah. bro. Like you're never gonna hear me even cough if you were in the room. Mm. I'm not gonna cough. You're gonna just hear my voice. Just like, be a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: but there's like. But it goes back to that, like not having then a purpose or fulfillment in your life. You, yeah. You 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 feel like an empty soul, do not you? Like you're just going through life.
0: Yeah. You're just, you're just, you just, you just, yeah, you just. You're you're almost dead before you de- lived, yeah. it, it, aren't you? So you're never living. You're just alive. Mm. Just alive. Yeah.
1: yeah. But do you know? Do you know what man? He said. He said, incredible, uh, incredible journey that you've been on, and you know, I don't say that lightly, based on everything that you've said this uh, said today. So. um... Still yeah. on the journey, bro. Still, Still on, on the journey. Yeah, Still on the journey. Keep it going. Yeah. But do you know what? I'm I'm excited for your future. I'm excited for your future. Bro. Me really?
0: too, bro. Yeah. I'm excited to see what. I think I heard some someone saying this like it's a shame for a young man to grow old and not understand what his body is capable of. Like every time I listen to that quote, I'm like, it's wow. I'm like, wow. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. What can my body actually, you know? What can I bring to life? Like,
1: how, can I re- how far can I really how go? How far with can this? I push
0: myself? Mm. So that alone gets me excited because I'm really into personal growth. That alone gets me excited. I'm like, okay, I'm looking forward to this. Mm. I'm looking forward to this
1: yeah yeah man yeah no that's that's brilliant man and uh, do you know what um michael all i can say is thank you for for coming thank here thank you mate. for having me bro yeah, i really appreciate that, man. it I enjoyed thank the you. conversation
0: me too man yeah and uh and i'll see you again soon demotive <laughs> Till alone <laughs> thank you bro